You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Hey, 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 everybody. Today's podcast is called Funnel Anti-Stress because when you are creating a funnel, any type of funnel that you create, there is going to be stress. And I know this because we're creating funnels for our clients all the time and also for inside the agency. And it is a lot of work, which can create a lot of stress. So I wanted to relate this to you today to something that I've been dealing with this weekend and how we can create a funnel anti-stress environment instead of a funnel stressful environment. So this weekend, we had a family photo shoot. And that sounds like, oh, that's so wonderful. And scheduling a family photo shoot's going to look great. And you're going to have amazing memories. And the pictures are going to look good. And everyone's going to be smiling. And the outfits are going to be coordinated. And have you ever seen online where it says, like, this is what you think this looks like. This is what your mom thinks this looks like. This is what people think of when you talk about this. Like, that's how I feel about this family photo shoot. Yes, the final product is going to look amazing and people are going to look at the picture and go, wow, you guys are awesome. This looks so good. Everyone's so happy. But what you don't see is the behind the scenes of what this photo shoot meant. So there was a lot of stress in creating this photo shoot and that really fell on me because we have four people's outfits that we had to coordinate. First, we had to plan the photo shoot. So we had to make sure that all four of our schedules were tied up and synced. And that's hard. I have two kids with extracurricular activities and studying for a big family celebration we have at the end of the year and work, two people's work schedules and school. And now we have to also incorporate the photographer's work schedule and the photographer's assistant's work schedule. It's a lot of people's schedules that have to fit together, a lot of moving parts. Then we need to coordinate outfits. Well, I have two preteen boys. So coordinating outfits is not easy. I spent... Oh my goodness, I spent on Friday the entire day going to 14 different stores while my kids were in school to pick out shirts that were similar, the two boys looking similar but not the same, and also to make sure that it fits and also to make sure it's the right style that I want to portray in the photo shoot but also that they'll want to wear and be excited about. Well, one store had a great shirt for one kid and not for the other, or one store had a great pattern but didn't have the right size, or one had short sleeves and one had long sleeves and it was just a total mess of a disaster of stress and frustration. And then we went on to Amazon to find something and order it in time the day before the photo shoot and hope that it gets here and hope that it fits and hope that it matches the rest of the outfit. And then we had all these different patterns in our in our design. We had two different types of plaid. I was wearing a dress that has a few squiggle lines and my partner would have to be all solid colors to tie it all in. So there was so much coordination. Do you have pants that match this dress? Do you have a shirt that looks good with these undergarments? I mean, so much went into this, even the shoes. 
Then we had to talk about jewelry. It was so challenging to coordinate the outfits because, you know, as soon as my kids tried them on, they were like, we hate this. We don't want this one. Why do we have to do this photo shoot? You have to deal with kids complaining, you know, how many families do photo shoots and the pictures look amazing. But what happens leading up to that? So many different maybe arguments with your teen boys or going back and forth to different stores to buy shirts and return shirts and try on clothes a hundred times and now this belt doesn't fit because my boys grow so fast or these shoes we thought would work are now too small. We have to go buy new shoes, like so many pieces. And it was a lot of work, let's say that. A lot of work, a lot of rushing, we had to get haircuts, just so much. Then at the very last minute, the day before the photo shoot, you know, I'm very particular. I tell my kids, don't scratch your face. Don't do this. Don't do this. We have a photo shoot. Be careful. Like I should take them and wrap them in bubble wrap three days before a photo shoot because my son was playing with the Diablo. It's like a Chinese yo-yo, this giant yo-yo. He's very good at it. He does tons of tricks with it. This day, the day before the photo shoot, he throws it up into the air and lo and behold, He doesn't catch it for like the first time ever. What happens? This giant circular thing made of metal and hard plastic lands on his face and he has a giant bruise on his face (laughs) the day before pictures. So now we have to go find makeup to cover up his whole face, which is like purple and blue. It was so much to think about before a photo shoot. And I want to relate this to funnels because in my business, this same thing happens. So let's think about this. We had to do our schedules, our coordinating of schedules. I want you to think about your funnel, about when is the best time for your audience to launch? When is the best time for your audience to post about this? When is the best time in your life, in your schedule to be able to create a launch? Because if you know, you have a lot of family holidays coming up, that's not the best time to create a launch for yourself. Or if there's some major conference in your industry, that's not a good time to launch the same time as that conference because all these people are going to be at the conference and they're not going to be paying attention to your launch. So before you even launch, I want you to look at the calendar and say, when is a good time in my personal schedule to launch this? And then think of your audience. When's a good time for my audience to be able to consume this content? And when is a good time for them to be able to give me undivided attention for several days throughout my launch. If you're doing a challenge launch, you're going to need to have three to five days where people are going to be tuned into you. So you don't want it to be over a holiday weekend. For example, Labor Day weekend wouldn't be a good time to do a challenge launch because people aren't around on that Monday. Or if it's a big holiday like Christmas, that wouldn't be a good time to do a launch either because people are running around trying to find gifts, getting ready for the holidays, traveling. So you really want to think about schedules. The best time for you to be able to vote to devote that time to launching and also the best time for your audience to be able to consume what you are launching and all of the content that you'll be putting out leading up to this launch. Also, I want you to think about the scheduling of creating this funnel. It takes a lot of time to create a funnel, a lot of work, a lot of effort. So you don't want to create your launch to come out when the five weeks leading up to that launch, you are back-to-back jam-packed with clients because you will need time to separate yourself from your business to go into creation mode for this funnel. 
Then I want you to think about the jewelry. We have to think about all the jewelry. Who's going to wear what jewelry? What's going to match with this? How are we going to pull this color in from here so that it all ties together? The jewelry, those little details. I want you to think about the details in your funnel. Do I need to have this image? Well, then you need to have some professional photos. Do I need to have, maybe it's um, an audio series or an audio book or some sort of book that you're launching and you need to have a 3D model of that. Well, then you need time for your designer to create those little details, to create the CD cover, the DVD cover, or the book cover, whatever it is. So you need to think about that. Also the logo, the colors. We want to think about those coordinating outfits. That's your branding. Make sure all the fonts are the same. Make sure all the colors flow together. Make sure that in your launch funnel, Page one, page two, page three, page four, all of these steps have a similar look to them. All the outfits coordinate. Now the kids getting frustrated. They don't want to try on this outfit or they're going to complain about it even before they even saw it. For example, I went shopping and I said, I have three shirts for you to try on. I didn't even show the shirts to my kid and already I hear, oh, I hate it. I don't want to try it on. It's going to be ugly. I'm sure you picked the wrong one. Like... Kids don't like photo shoots, or at least it's just my kids. I don't know, but I have a feeling other kids don't like photo shoots. All that frustration. How do you imagine I felt going to 14 stores, going onto Amazon, buying these things, returning these things, helping each person in the family pick out their outfit, and then everyone's like, ah, I hate it. How could you do this? Blame the, blame the Ima. I'm Ima. Blame the mom. That's frustration. Well, you can get frustrated in your funnel with all the tech We calculated it and some of our funnels are 875 steps from zero to launch. 875 steps. And if you miss just one of those steps, your funnel will not convert. Your funnel will not work. Your funnel, maybe someone will click on it and they won't receive the email. Or maybe you say in the copy, we're going to do this and you actually haven't set that up so it doesn't happen. Now you've confused your audience. Now they think you're a liar. Now they want a refund or they're frustrated because they didn't get what you said would come. 875 steps to launch a funnel. And that's just the average. It could be more. It could be less too, but it's usually around 875 steps. That's a lot of frustration. So you need to have a plan. You need to make a checklist. You need to make sure that you have every single step filled in and done before you launch. Going to several stores, looking online, running around for these outfits, that is like looking at your competitors. Find out what other people in your industry are doing and find out if that's working for them and find out if your audience likes that because you can't just look at your competitors and say that's working for them so that's going to work for me. It doesn't work that way. You know your audience best. And if you don't, you need to do some more research before you even think about launching. Don't spend all this time creating 875 steps so that you can put out a product or a service that you have no idea if it's going to work. You haven't tested it. That's a lot of work for something you're not sure about. So that's a rookie mistake. And I've done that before in the past. I've worked months and months and months on putting together a launch without testing the market. And you know what? It didn't work. Can you imagine how upsetting that is? So to create that anti-stress environment, create a list of everything that you need, every single step, 875 steps, and do not launch until they're done. If you have to delay your launch to get those steps done, then do that. But don't look at a competitor and go, 
oh, they're doing a challenge funnel, that's going to work for me. Because if you're in a different industry, that's not going to work for you. If you're in the same industry and they are truly your competitor, you want to stand out and be different. You don't want to do the exact same thing. So yes, look at all those several stores. Go look online at Amazon. Look at your competitors. Look at what's working for them. Look at what's not working for them. Survey your audience and see if that will work as well. And then find a way to stand out. That's going to take that stress out because if you create something that has not been tested, believe me, you're going to have a lot more stress. Now let's go through a few of the steps that you need to have in your funnel. I'll do a challenge funnel because I think that that's a pretty popular one in the health and wellness industry. And we have a service here at Melissa Marketing. It's a VIP day. We spend three to four hours together coming up with this list. We already know what we need for whichever funnel you are trying to accomplish. We'll have the list for you of the 875 steps and we will walk you through each one and piece it all together so when you're done you will have an anti-stress environment to create that funnel. It's our funnel mapping day intensive. We spend three to four hours together, just you and I, one-on-one on a video chat Zoom call so we can share screen. If you have a team, you can bring your team into it. If you're too busy, we can spend the first hour together and I can knock it all out with your team afterwards. So let's talk about some of the things that you need. First of all, you need all your project information. You need to know what your branding is. You need to know what your offer is. You need to know all the details of that. What's your philosophy? You need to do all your research. And then we're going to create the funnel blueprint. You need to write copy. You need to write scripts for your videos. You need to write sales copy on your pages. If you have videos, you need to shoot and edit those videos. If you have graphics, you need to create those graphics. You need to design the graphics. You need to put them in the page. You have to set up the funnel integration. That's pretty challenging. So you need to know what you're going to offer on each step of the funnel, how you want each step of the funnel to look. You need the tech from one step of the funnel to the next to work, as well as all of the actions that happen on each funnel page to work. All the tech, that's like creating the email templates, writing the emails, setting up the emails, making sure the emails go out at the right time based on when someone takes an action on whichever page. You need to set up the pages. You need to test the pages. You need to split test the pages, especially if you're running Facebook ads. You need to split test the first funnel page. So you should have an A and a B and see which one does better. Before you start putting a lot of money into your ad spend, you want to test these pages out. You need to design the pages. You need to build the pages. And these are just some of the steps that are involved. And each one of these that I'm mentioning has in and of itself sometimes 140 steps, 81 steps. I'm looking at my board here that we use for our funnel mapping day. And each one of these steps, for example, create graphics, it has 33 steps in and of itself. Write copy and scripts, 37 steps. Shoot and edit videos, 45 steps. Page setup, check. Oh my gosh, 140 steps. Like I said, there's 875 steps in creating a funnel. There's a lot involved. So the way you create a funnel with an anti-stress environment is to sit down and figure out what each of these steps are that you need. Make sure that your branding is on target. Make sure that what you're offering is in line with what your audience needs and wants. And make sure that you have a plan in your schedule that allows you the time to create all of the content up front and also a time for you to run this funnel when you launch 
in a smooth and seamless way and at a time where your audience has the time and energy to consume it all. So think of your funnel and your launch as planning a family photo shoot. Make a checklist, figure out what it is you need to do, and give yourself the time to do it. It's not an easy task. I know so many people, including myself, I'm guilty of this too, where I'm like, oh, I have a great idea. I need to set up a funnel. Let's go. It's going to be easy. It's going to just have blah, blah, blah. It'll be done in three days. And you sit down to do it. And each one of those steps has 150 steps. So it's not three to five days. It's more like three to five weeks. So give yourself that time to actually be able to sit down and work on it. And if you have client work on top of that, you're going to need even more time because that's 40 hours a week of a couple of weeks in a row to get this out. And if you're doing other things in that time, then you need to save even more time. It's going to take you a little bit longer and that's okay. But do not launch until every single step is complete because you want to launch a product or a service that is that is going to launch well and you're going to have a really strong launch, not a half done washed out launch with half of the people not participating or not getting their things or you know, getting frustrated with you. This is your time to shine. And if you need help with this, let's set up a VIP funnel mapping day intensive together. I'd love to help you out with that and I hope this helps. If you loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review so we can reach more people and share our content with those that can benefit most. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh, wait, before you go. If you think you'd like to work with the Melissa marketing team one-on-one, I invite you to apply for your first class strategy call. This process is just as much an interview for us, seeing if you're a great fit for our agency, as it is for you, seeing if we are your great fit. Unlike other agencies, we only take on clients we know we can help. So if you think you're ready to get support with your content creation, lead magnets, sales funnels, and or Facebook ads, let our agency help you take your business to the next level. Each month, we open up just a few spaces on our client roster for your opportunity to be able to work with our amazing team. Apply now at go.melissmarketing.com slash apply, and we look forward to speaking with you soon.